0: Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name is always is Devon Turak, and today I'm joined by Patrick Gleason. Hello, hello. Paul Sanders. Hello, hello. Patrick Ramzahoy. Hello, everyone. And Dwayne McKinnon. So, welcome, everyone. Uh, once again, we're doing a
1: digital thanks, recording. Thanks a lot because... for not giving me a chance to <laughs> say hello, Dan.
2: I was wondering. I, I'm like, I'm like, just Go ahead
0: on. and say hello. You know, it's important to you.
2: Hiya, folks. Okay. Well, it's not, not so much as important so to the me.
0: Yeah. No, that that's out of the way. Uh, so, uh, once again, we're recording uh, an episode um, remotely. None of us can gather together because apparently there's a worldwide pandemic on and, and we can't gather in uh, in groups anywhere. So uh, we're, once again, luckily we have this format where we can just record over Discord and uh, and put out our podcast that way. So no interruption of service for us. So what have you guys been up to? Who wants to go first?
3: Dev, you go first.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'll go first, perfect. I mean, I did this last time too, but I'm always happy to be the first one in. Once again, I'm starting to get caught up on uh, the Arrowverse. Although I've noticed that Arrow is not available on Netflix, either the Canadian version or the um, the VPN version that I normally flip no. through. Uh, so that's that's a new, just um,
3: that's something new. I'm going to have to find a new way to watch Arrow. Hmm. Uh, Crave has it, or if you subscribe to uh, stocks, Patrick, so stop type. there. We know how <laughs> he's going to find it. Yeah, we know how small. he's going to find it. First of all, I don't subscribe to things that I don't
0: need to. Netflix, I'm subscribing to. Amazon Prime, i am already subscribed to. And that's where I call it quits. I'm not yeah. going back to this old stupid uh, TV mentality where, um, or cable mentality where, oh, every show has to have its own subscription like, or every channel. So fuck that.
3: Okay. Um, well, you know, but for those uh, people that are uh, not wanting to uh, ride the digital high seas, they're, uh, maybe they want to know where the shows we're talking about can be got. Okay. It's
0: not always it all about were... you, Dev. It's not all about you. Except that it is. I liked it when they were all available on Netflix, and now that they're not, uh, oh, not Arrow
3: was never on Netflix.
0: Ooh. Oh, I've, I've always watched Arrow through Netflix. That's the only no. place I've ever seen it.
4: Not Canadian version.
0: Possibly. But I've for as long as I've had Netflix, I've also been watching it through um, Opera. And Opera has a built-in VPN. And if you happen to have that VPN on, you get things that are different than Canadian Netflix. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: anyway, so I'm I'm like I'm so far behind on Legends of Tomorrow. That's one of the shows that I've started watching. I'm still on season four, so it's like that's like, a whole season behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to get caught up on that first. Uh, I have started on the latest season of The Flash, and I'm enjoying that. Although I'm probably gonna stop right at where it gets to the Crisis. Um, the crisis and until i until i get everything caught up to that point uh, i haven't started watching batwoman at all although apparently i need to because she's involved in crisis if i'm not mistaken yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. so uh, i'm i don't know if i'm going to be happy about that but uh, maybe I'll, I'll at least watch that one episode
4: ignore before. the fight scenes in batwoman
0: yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I i've not heard good things about the show unfortunately yeah. so anyway so slowly starting to get caught up on the Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I started watching yesterday a new show that I think just came out called The Letter for the King. It's, uh, it takes place mm. in a um, kind of a medieval setting. There's a war going on between three or four nations. It's, um, it's not like Earth or anything, but it's another Earth-like medieval um, setting uh, based on a series of young adult books, I think. And so this young kid is training to be a knight, and um, he... Uh, he uncover or he's given a, a letter to take to his king about this crazy dude who's very evil and is taking over one of the nations and is trying to take over the whole world. So I've only watched one episode so far. It looks interesting. Um, uh, there's no one of that we know, I think, in the show at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you watched so, any
4: Altered Carbon Altered Carbon yet?
0: Uh, I've watched the first episode of Altered Carbon, <laughs> and then we kind of uh, stopped. Jen wanted to watch something different, so I'll, I'm probably going to have to watch that on my own without her. Uh, but it's definitely something I'm getting uh, prepared to watch because I'm—I really love that that universe, mm-hmm. and uh, I—I have and they were on Kickstarter recently. I'm on the. Uh, well,
4: shouldn't the- that be for news and rumors? Uh,
0: I suppose. But yeah, there's, I know. there's a role-playing game coming out for ca- Altered Carbon. Yes. I've got the quick start rules. Um, I think there's even a, a small adventure that comes with it. So yep. maybe now that we're getting everything set up to be done digitally, since we can't get together, I'll uh, I'll set up a, uh, a short little session and maybe we'll give it a shot.
4: It'd probably be through Roll20 instead of Tabletop, because like, I don't think it'd be on the Tabletop Simulator. Uh... uh,
0: No, I mean, we can just do it through Discord. I don't think it requires anything. Well, as Roll20 is thing, nice
4: roll 20, then you see everyone's rolls, and you see that you can lay out the map and stuff on it?
0: Uh, You can do that on Discord as well. I've I've run many role-playing games through Discord, and it's never been a problem. Even even the Star Wars game with its specialty dice, there's a dice roller that takes care of all that for you. Oh! That's pretty cool. Actually, the the cool thing about the dice roller is it even has... a utility for you to put your character information so you can track things like what your strain and wound threshold or what your current wound and strain levels are how much how many credits you have if you've taken a crit it'll keep track of what crits are applied to your character um it's actually pretty advanced the dice roller that's created for the star wars role playing game
4: that's pretty good then uh yeah
0: it's not bad how do you for our other fans how do you get this stuff on discord uh, well, you just have to be on a server, and then you go to a special website, and you put your server information into that website, and it auto creates a dice roller bot for your uh, server.
4: Okay. Uh, so when this goes up, can we put a link to it then in the? Uh, description?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can put a link to the to the dice roller in the description, though. So that shouldn't be a problem.
4: Who's like you're right. Everything now is becoming
0: more. Yeah, everything's got to be done digitally. Yeah. Sorry to, uh, to interrupt that, That's fine. Uh, there's a, there's a couple other shows that I'm watching. Uh these ones aren't really in our genre, but um, I found them interesting and Jens kind of interested in their they're kind of like murder mystery cop shows. Mm-hmm. So we started watching those. They're both foreign. Uh the first one is called The Valhalla Chronicles or The Valhalla. Yeah,
4: I I that's one of one that's on my list of at some point in time to check out. It looked interesting.
0: Uh, it's oh, Valhalla, <laughs> Valhalla Murders. Is what it's uh, so this takes place in Iceland and it's about um, a, a bunch of guys that get murdered and then the cops are trying to figure out what the story behind the, the murders is. Um, it's, it's a very cool show. I'm really enjoying that. Another one is a Belgian show called Unit 42, which is kind of like, um, you know, CSI Cyber or CSI... There, there, there was a CSI version that came out that dealt with cybersecurity and, and hacking and, and like, digital attacks, that sort of thing. Oh, uh, I, this is—I
4: was going to say—my brain would have hurt watching that because it was probably so crap. Oh
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> so, it was yeah. terrible. It was terrible. Uh, James <laughs> Vanderbeek was one of the, the main characters in it, and apparently it was just the worst show. But that this is—yeah,
2: uh, that was the one with Patricia Arquette
0: in charge, wasn't it? Uh, I never actually watched it. I've just heard terrible, terrible things about it. (laughs) But anyway, so this Belgian show is called Unit 42. Uh, Again, it's available on European Netflix. I don't know if, um, if people, anyone who's using, uh, the Opera Mm -hmm. app to, to read their, uh, to watch their Netflix will have easily have access to it. You just got to switch over to your VPN and it'll be available. And it's fantastic. Uh, both, both these shows are available with, in English with English subtitles, or you can listen to them in their original language, again, with English subtitles. Uh, I think that's it for new shows. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's it for new shows. Um, I, I, I haven't really had a chance to, to go to any movies, uh, but I, I did watch with, uh, with Jen last night the old, old, old movie SWAT, which was based on oh. the original SWAT TV show. Yes. They made a movie, and now there's a new SWAT TV show kind of based off, again, the exact same characters. Um, so she really enjoyed the the movie uh, that we watched last night. So I think uh, the next project for us to go through the three seasons of the TV show SWAT that's available right now. Mm-hmm. That, that's next up on the list. Uh, for video games, um, there's a Steam sale going on right now. And I just picked up the new Call of Cthulhu video game. Uh, I finished downloading it last night. I haven't even had a chance to to start it up to see what it looks like. Uh, but it's I know the, I know that the combat's supposed to be turn based. I think and um, and it's basically recreating the the noir of 1920s Call of Cthulhu. So I'm really looking forward to that. That oh, one what? I think was on sale for only twenty dollars. No,
4: is that nineteen that
0: is 1920s Call. Of- yeah, it's 1920s Call of Cthulhu. It's gonna oh. be. I'm really looking forward to it.
4: Is it multiplayer? It's, Can you play with?
1: Uh, no, no, no. It's it's a, a single
0: player campaign. It's uh, it's it's just a it's a regular role playing game. Or, um, okay. Sorry, a regular role playing computer game. Computer CP CRP <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> words good.
0: Yeah, words exactly. Good. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think I've played anything else other than that The Witcher, which I've already talked about, and we've been playing nonstop uh, Tom Clancy's <laughs> <Pansy's laughs> Division Two. Um, that is a multiplayer game that we spend a lot of time in. Yeah. Um,
4: well, it's always I fun to play I... with the group, with the Discord and stuff like that. Yeah, we can get up to four mm-hmm.
0: players, which is fantastic.
4: And we just now started the uh, Warlords of New York expansion.
0: Right, the new expansion they just started up.
4: <laughs>
0: Alright, so that's it for me. Uh, next, let's go to... Mac. Me? we haven't heard from you in a while. No. Yeah, sorry. Oh, well,
3: It's been <laughs> uh, kind of slow for me. Um... Let's see, new shows. Well, I've been able to keep up on, uh, on Supergirl, Batwoman, and uh, The Flash from Arrowverse, but I don't have access. Well, I've already seen all of uh, The Arrows for this season, uh, but I haven't been able to keep up on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Flash takes a very big turn after Crisis. Uh, so um, while the events that happened beforehand were still there, uh, the villains and so on change um let's see uh what else uh well i've uh finally get gotten started on the boys now that i have uh, a prime subscription and uh that is a that is a fun show it's kind of interesting oh it's brutal i'm
5: not sure fun is the right uh (laughs) well it's it
1: uh,
3: it's enjoyable
0: okay uh, that yes yes uh that's true but
5: well, that's fun. Not <laughs> nah, really the right J- word.
0: Jen made it through half an episode and said, "This is definitely not for me. You watch this on your own." <laughs> so, <Just laughs> now stuck.
4: Oh, damn, when are you going to bed, Jen? When bed?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: I mean, you got you got to consider the source. It is Mark Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as i said be- as I've said before, for a guy who has made so much of his living off of superheroes he really doesn't seem to like them very much
3: <laughs> no he, he does have a low opinion of them uh, I, I think especially the, uh, the the Justice League because uh, I mean it's very easy to see who's a parody of who oh definitely yeah yeah um, I have been watching a, a fair bit of anime while I've been uh, uh, you know kind of uh, social isolating myself here. Um, so, uh, I watched, uh, one that I think, uh, Dwayne might find interesting, uh, Akamika Ag- Kill is what it's called. Uh, and it's, uh, the reason I think Dwayne would be interested in it is because it's very exalted in its style. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think he'd enjoy watching something like that. Uh, another one that I just cool. uh, finished was, uh, No Game, No Life, which is about, a, a brother and sister team that are just absolute uh, fantastic at uh, games in general, but video games specifically, who end up in another world where um, basically the gods of this world had a big war and the only one who stayed out was the uh, the god of play. And uh, so he ends up becoming the uh, soul god. Uh, and uh, so he set the rules in his world that every, every conflict has to be settled by games. And there are ten rules that uh, apply to all the games. Um, and so now these two gamers have made it onto the into this world, and uh, they're basically trying to take over. Hmm. Um, it did finish Lock and Key, and uh, that that was uh, pretty interesting. Um, did you know that this that uh, is based on a, a graphic novel written by Stephen King's son? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, and uh, he actually makes uh, a cameo in it. Uh, one of the later episodes he's a paramedic driver or one of the paramedics it was kind of obvious because it was like is that stephen king no that's got to be <laughs> <son."> <laughs> 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 um and uh well that's it as far as genre stuff is that i've been watching um oh castlevania of course oh sorry I have uh, my Netflix open up, so I just had a promo starting by accident. Yeah, so <laughs> Castlevania is another one that I watched uh, season three. Uh, that's uh, very interesting. Uh, a very adult uh, anime as well.
5: Um, I could never have got past. I like. I just never got past season two. I didn't even start season two. Oh,
3: okay. Well, season I've two, been meaning to watch it. I just haven't. Well, season two is where interested. the actual war happens. Hmm. And uh, it yeah, it's very important for season three because um, you know, season three is all about the aftermath of the war, yeah, okay, yeah, interesting. Um, and yeah, that's it as far as most of the shows go. Uh, gaming, well, uh, I seem to be the only one who still gets into City of Heroes regularly and uh, to the point where. The out-of-the-basement uh, superhero group is now mine. No! <laughs>
5: the coup has happened. God damn it. Curse that algorithm. Eh? Just logged on a
3: few more times, just for a little bit. Yeah, Dev, it's, is it challenge accepted, Dev?
0: Is there, a there's, accepted there, no, there's a 30-day uh, lockout on uh, guild leaders, so that in case someone you know like me has stopped playing the game, uh, that it's easier for the the guild to keep going, and someone else takes over as the new guild leader. God mm-hmm. damn it! <laughs> I've, I've been really good, logging in at least once every couple of weeks
3: to keep my status. But oh, nope, not good enough. I draw. I dropped the ball. You dropped yep. the ball. It's now mine. Ha, 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 ha. So uh, <laughs> you know, now I get to uh, edit around our base, change the way it looks. And <laughs> oh, he's doing a whole... Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I haven't touched anything. It's okay.
4: <laughs> well, definitely doesn't know because he's really just like, you know, and he's not too much. Yeah, very yeah, yeah so... I, I
3: suppose I could start demoting all his uh, tunes and... <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> We're all rookies. Leaveies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, there's our Wednesday night D and D changed into Pathfinder game. Um, well, we uh, finally managed to uh, to end the uh, the assault on uh, Cassilis and uh, basically the whole delay the uh, paladins thing. Um. So that's been resolved, and we're taking a minor little break and uh, going to give some Starfinder a try. So it's was to... supposed to be happening this week coming up, but uh, with uh, with all the quarantining going on, we may not be doing it. Well,
4: especially since we don't have the none of none of us have all the rules, right? Mm. Yeah. So like well, if we had the rules would be one thing we could try doing. You know, the Discord mm-hmm. gaming. Yeah. But
3: well, I I mean I'm I've got. The only rules I have are the beginner box that you gave me for Christmas. Yes, Pat, uh, yeah. which is uh, a very light version of the game because uh, I've been looking at online options and the, the built-in supplements and so on that they have are are all for the main game. So the options are much bigger than I have access to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well,
4: like I said, just to start one, just to see if we'd like it or not, just to mm-hmm.
3: exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I'm really into trying as well. Um, now, since uh, for the next little while digital seems to be uh, the way that we're probably going to have to go if we're wanting to do any gaming. Um, I noticed that uh, Fantasy Games Unlimited is on sale at, uh, on uh, Steam. It's only about $11 to get the main program for it. However, all the uh, supplements and so on are, are... Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, because I, I think uh, Pathfinder 2nd t- Edition is about $55 and same Jeez. price. It's like, well, you know, just buy the digital copy. It's only like 15 bucks, Yeah. US. So. <laughs> um, and uh, that's pretty much it as far as gaming. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been uh, been a pretty light month.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, because you've also been busy doing a few renos, too, and that seems to... Yes, yes. Up. there's been a I lot of it's... renos
3: going, going on in the house. We've got our uh, our master bathroom almost all finished. We're ready for the plumber, and we're going to get the uh, shower door installed in the next couple of like days. Like I said,
4: yeah, randoms seem, seem to take up a lot of time.
3: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: before we move on to the next person, uh, Pat, I'm assuming that you're done. I don't know yes, you're I am about. done. Okay, Before we move on to the next person, I just want to talk about one more thing. Uh, This is actually a movie that's on Netflix currently. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but there's a series of books called Spencer for Hire about this guy who was a cop and lost his job. Marky Mark
4: Mark is Spencer.
0: So, Spencer Confidential is the first movie to come out based on this franchise, starting once again Marky Mark as the main character. Jen and I sat down to watch it. It is hilarious. It's it's very well done. I was going to talk about that. that.
4: It's also funny because yeah, he's um, uh, the original TV series, Mm -hmm. right? Had the guy Dwayne on Cisco went on to DS Nine, right? Hawk.
2: Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, the uh, old uh, Spencer for Hire series had Robert Urich in the title role as Spencer, and yeah, you know had uh, had the fellow.
1: Well, I have
4: to. Okay, you had the more suave, sort of thing, but Marky, my one, and mm-hmm. they found a bigger hawk this time.
0: <laughs> that guy's hilarious.
4: He's good. He, uh, I, I like I like him. You know the vegan, the vegan, <laughs> the vegan <laughs> crutcher
0: guy. we already talking about it. Why don't you go next?
4: Okay. Well, i was also going to say, death. There's another movie you forgot to mention that you and I saw. That. But-
0: oh my god yes i did totally forget about that that was fun Uh,
4: because it's like yeah um michael bay stuff right yes it's it's so funny though because it's both you and i were like they don't see the drone how can they not see that like they're using drone. how can they not see the drone like really these guys are paranoid drug dealers you know and all this like they never look up (laughs) And and from playing the Div- we try sending the drones out and they always see as as soon as it goes it's like there's a drone. Mm. Bad boys for life. It flies around, goes up, goes through the compound. Do-do-do-do, nothing. Oh, nothing boring. to worry
3: about. It's just a mosquito off of the distance. Exactly. It's
4: a really <laughs> big mosquito. Uh, so but about-
3: the thing I
0: liked about that movie though was like they're obviously much older than they were when the last movie came out. Yes, like, it's been least the last movie and yep. they're 50 20 years older and the will smith character is like no we can, we're gonna do this until we're dead like yeah. we're, we're just gonna keep going nothing like nothing's happened and meanwhile martin lawrence is like uh dude i'm old i'm ready to retire let's let's and give all, the shit up and i like
4: the fact they didn't try and make martin lawrence a hard-ass kick you know kick-ass guy right yeah some, he's, you know,
0: he's he's definitely he's a, lost some of his edge
4: yeah, he's like a grandfather now, right? Yeah. So, well, that's just it. They don't try to show him as like in some other movies where the older guys are still. Oh, I can look at me; I'm still super tough. It's like, no, no. He's a grandfather. He walks around with PJs and stuff like that. Right? It's like, and he's got he has to wear the glasses. And that was a nice ongoing joke where he's like, I, you know, because when you're getting older, there's, uh, you know, as we all know, there's things you're like, no, no, I don't need to. I, I can still do this, you know. I can still yeah, shoot without but, my glasses. And, and that's funny, Will Smith, like, put your glasses on. No, no, I can still, no, put your, put your glasses. <laughs> oh, I can, I can shoot better. Yeah, really, that's, put your glasses on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was also interesting because Will Smith is still, you know, I, I have a relationship. That's not for me. I'm, you know, I'm happy the way I am. And that, so it was nice to see they they played up with that part of getting older. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess when it's also like, 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 they're talking about Lethal Weapon 5, right? Yeah. Denny Glover and, and you know, Psycho, racist boy, are coming back for it. No,
0: yes, and, and Danny Glover was too old for this shit twenty years ago.
4: Yeah, now he's in his seventies. Right? That's so, right. Like, shouldn't they be retired?
0: Like, so, yeah, I don't, th- um, th- I don't think he's allowed to keep working by law.
4: No. Um, so, anyways, um, yeah. So, Bad Boys yeah, for Life was on, great. It was.
0: Yeah. On
2: the other hand, um, you know, if they kind of take the attitude that they had in Reds. A Lethal Weapon 5 could be hilarious. Yeah, yeah could be.
4: Could be. Um, so, anyway, Spencer uh, Confidential is interesting because yeah, he's a cop with anger issues, let's say. Mm. And, but he's the, the the Boston boy. He's uh, definitely in Boston. It was a good movie. Um, I mean, there's always some, f- can be improvements and stuff. But overall, I thought it was, it's not our normal genre type one. It's, you know, private investigator, cop thriller type thing. Uh, other than that I started well thanks Devram. I'm um, doing getting back into the Buffy series again to watch it
0: <laughs> good It's a re-
4: it, I, and looking back it's is you're going wow it it was really good and it still holds up. I mean not yeah. all the shows still hold up but overall the the, the series still uh, holds up quite well uh, and also back into the Punisher again just to get get the flavor for that. Haven't watched the new altered carbon yet. It's on. It's on the list. Um, for uh, Litmore started finishing up um, the Preacher,
1: and uh.
4: Uh, and it's interesting because in Preacher they start meeting angels. Who, when you kill them, they come back later on, right? I think you remember Dev. You watched one of those shows as well. The vampire, uh, I, the, I've, the I've seen the first.
0: I've seen the first episode, and okay. I haven't watched anything.
4: Well, in one show, the uh, his vampire buddy kills these angels and he cuts up their bodies and then they come back again later the next night. And he's like, fucking clones, man, clones, right? But it turns out angels just, their bodies get rebuilt and stuff like that. But then they use the thing of for, um, it's a, it's sort of a trope. camera, what it would be called, but it's, you use something you set up and then you just start using it for comedy because there's a fight scene in a hotel room where they die and they come back like <laughs> seconds later. Right. So there's like, they just keep coming back in and they're dying against this other angel who keeps dying and coming back. And, and by the end, there's like almost 20 bodies in this hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they keep coming back to life and dying and coming back to life and dying. So I, I thought that was fun for gaming though. Um, we did, uh, uh, we tried the star Trek game that Chris has. A little bit there, which
0: I um, I I totally forgot about that.
4: Yeah, uh, so Mm. Paul and Dev and I were involved with that, um, where where Paul may have been the plague bearer. And uh, (laughs) what do you mean, (laughs) plague bearer? You're the one who brought the coronavirus to us, possibly.
5: Oh, that maybe. Yes, (laughs) I don't think so at this point, though. No, at this point, no, no.
4: Um, But it was an interesting. uh, It's an interesting game. It's similar to the new, um, like Star Wars and 40K, where there's it's much more cinematic mm-hmm. themes to it, where you know the players also help determine what the good or bad effects are going to be for the game. I think we all enjoyed it.
1: Yeah,
0: I think it was fun. It's and, uh, it's, it's using the uh, the Morpheus Morpheus Morpheus, I think. Uh, it's using their deep. Yes. There's a bunch of games that they've based a the system on. There's a Conan game. There's um uh oh, what's that? john carter and the and and, Prince, mars. And, the mars.
4: Princess yeah. and mars yeah
0: yeah so they're they they put out i think this is their third or fourth game they're putting out using that same system so well, be, the, well, the rules are pretty easy to use
4: i'll be willing to try the Conan one then
0: i, think uh, that's I the have Conan. all the books for it because i was involved in the kickstarter
4: oh okay um and another for then well besides uh, patrick's one yes being on Hades for the last little bit well except for Hello. yes uh we did the the one but we were before that. We had been on hiatus until we did the one a couple weeks ago. Mm. Uh, then also, I got to run Pendragon again, which was good because Bruce was actually in town for that from uh, the UK, and that was quite a quite an involved session. And actually, I've been it working. On that stuff. Yeah, but I realized how much work I've I've been tr- started to put some work into it. For okay, here's the king's council and the higher ups, and then I got I'm working on the army list which will come out of like how much. You know, each army is worth again updated. And then your fucking family trees of doom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Every year all my, guys, it's all
5: my daughters, okay? It's all yeah. my daughters. But the thing is it's every year
4: you guys are fucking having tons of kids. Yep. Like it's non stop. It's almost like you guys well, are blessed for having big families or something. By the gods.
2: Uh, uh, well, I God. mean, that is that is kind of the point of Pendragon, is it not?
3: Well, yeah, <laughs> you but live... Oh, oh, you live. Yeah, you so have to exactly keep on like to generating, generating your like backup characters. Well, sorry, Patrick. I was saying you have to keep on generating your backup characters.
4: <laughs> well, it's just it's not just an air and a spare. It's like air, spare, third, fourth. Like we're bowling. We're we're doing bowling now. We've got the pins set up for. <laughs> I think Paul has. 12 kids by now dev has like an
5: insane amount as well and then family and then there's cousins most, and. but most of mine are daughters though so i can't even play them if i wanted to yes you can it's pendragon you can play a female character if you wanted to
4: huh. you can play a th- valkyrie well yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing that's what they all are
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah you, you didn't you had a whole say in that I did. You could say yes. You did. You had. To, you could say yes, and that was your say. <laughs> that was
5: my say. Yeah, they're gonna be. Uh, I say? I love my wife very much. <laughs> yes. Um, so that yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah.
4: Right? That's
5: what's. Oh, sorry, Dwayne. De-
2: oh, I was just gonna say. You know, it is Arthurian times. What else is there to do for fun?
4: Glory, kill giants, kill gods. <laughs> Didn't we <really> do that?
2: <sighs> we, we tried to do yeah, that. Yeah, but to do it. but <laughs> you li- you literally can't do that in the winter. Right? Oh, they do. So. Stuff. Yes,
4: they can. They <laughs> do stuff in the winter. I make sure I have. Given, I'm giving them stuff to do in the winter time. Make it exciting. Um, so that <laughs> that's keeping me busy. And then uh, for novels, uh, read the whole thing on the Battle Sisters omnibus for Warhammer Forty K. Uh, um, because they're very fanatics, and it was interesting to read them. Because uh, I, I've always liked the Warhammer Forty K. The the human side, not the Space Marines, more because space are just you know they've been modified and genetically created to be like that without fear and all that stuff whereas a normal human like yeah he's very squishy he's just got nothing else to go off of the human is easy to corrupt yes but the thing is that the fact that they stand over the corruption to me that's a, a better
5: sign right that shows a better strength that they can resist it. Yeah. You read Fulgrim and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. You see just how far they can get corrupted. It's yes. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it. Like
4: some other. Uh, I have Prime, and through Prime, I found out MGM's on that one, which has a lot of Westerns, which, ever, you know, a lot of my friends know I love Dusters. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, look at all these Westerns.
1: No. <laughs>
5: So you've been binging Westerns?
1: I've been
4: watching you? a few Westerns, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lee Van Cleef is one of my favorite guys for Westerns. Not just uh, Fistful of Dollars, but um, a whole bunch of other ones in that. So, yeah, I've been watching a few of those. Because those those are, to me are just fun. I love Westerns. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking of watching the Star Wars ones, the prequels, and the sequels again to do a video on... How they hold up and not hold up, and which ones still come out better? I'm gonna have to drink a lot for that one, though, because like, <laughs> so
5: you're, like you're gonna put yourself through this, are you? <laughs> I'm gonna do <laughs> it for our fans, I'm gonna do <laughs> it for our
4: fans, babies. So, think about this, people. During the, the self isolation, I'm gonna be watching the
5: prequels and the sequels. <laughs> you see, I can get I can get through the prequels fine, but uh, the oh sequels, God, no,
4: my brain melts. That oh. the, oh. the dialogue is terrible in those oh whatever and then yeah so i'll i'll, I'll do that and then put a, a video together for that and oh that's it for me uh, all of. right
0: let's move on to paul let's do you next what's going, hey,
5: what's going on with me okay so like everyone else i've been binging a lot of stuff <laughs> um i'm gonna i'm gonna start with the shows that i have completed um Altered Carbon season two is it or is it season yep. three? Season it's two. two. <laughs> I have I watched it all. Um, I didn't like it as much as the first season. Um, I liked the actor choices. I thought they were quite good. Um, I've seen a few of them in other stuff like the um, the lady from uh, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Luke Cage, the the cop lady. She's yeah. she's one of the main characters in uh, in it, the season two. Yeah, Misty
2: Misty Knight uh, played yes. by Simone Missick, if I remember right.
5: Yeah, she's one of the main characters in the second season of Altered Carbon. Uh, it just kind of goes; it explains more of the whole the past that happened between when he was put this, you know, when he was put out in the
4: the warrior type guys before,
5: before bef- yeah, before he was awakened in the first season, what happened up, what, what led up to that from the, um, you know, from, from the, the betrayal of the, uh, envoys to the yeah. first season. So it, it kind of goes into that a little bit and just sort of what happens and how they made the the stacks and such, you know, it sort of explains that it, it wasn't bad. Um I like the first season better. I'm just gonna continue to say that. Um I also watched the anime re-sleeved altered carbon movie, short movie, I guess they made for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And it wasn't too bad. It they didn't really go into a lot of characters. It was it was a real standalone. You didn't have to watch any of the other stuff to watch it. That's a Netflix thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is on Netflix, yeah. Um and I finished watching Breaking Bad. 12, 15 years, fifteen years after, <laughs> yeah. the four, the fourth season was pretty weak compared to the previous three. Yeah, um, it was a little questionable, and I started watching uh, Better Call Saul, and my God, <laughs> that series blows Breaking Bad out of the water as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I totally agree. <laughs> I don't on, know. I'm on episode seven of season one, and it is fantastic. I just, I love oh, the way it's going. Yeah, it's, it's more lighthearted. Like, it's more lighthearted than the. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. It's definitely not doesn't have the violence that uh, Breaking Bad has, but I just like the character development of Saul Goodman. So, um, uh, like like Pat, I uh, I've also watched that Akamega Kill or whatever, and mm. oh, that's a rough that's a rough show to watch because there's no nobody's safe in that show. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Every everyone can die, and like you'd think that like the good people you're cheering for, are they just dead. And it's just like, Oh, really? Mm. You know, it's, it's, it is a depressing watch, but it's, it's got a pretty decent storyline anyway. Yeah, it does. Um, what else is there? Actually, that's probably almost the end of the stuff that I've watched. Um, I did notice, uh, this, I don't know if dev is going to like this or not, but there's oh. a, uh, there's a thing on Netflix. It's a two season show. It's called kingdom. Oh Yes. Yeah, the, it's the, a, <laughs> the,
0: Oriental or the Asian one?
5: Yes, the Asian no. vet, um, zombie show. I haven't started watching it, but it's on my list. And it just looks... I know you're not a big fan of zombies, but it's the Asian take on it.
1: So yeah, it, look, it looks I can,
5: interesting. <laughs> I can only assume it might be better than the North American version. So um, that's pretty much it for the shows that I've been watching. Yeah. Uh, Although, I, oh wait, there is another one. Uh, I did finish watching Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon. That one, I, yeah. I did. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. It's, it's like, just like uh, Patrick said, you know, it was silly and entertaining at the same time. <laughs> he's literally after trying to get this one girl. What, meanwhile, every other girl in the entire storyline is throwing themselves at him. And he's like blind to it or at least embarrassed by it. But uh, it's just ridiculous, it's, especially it's, as it, goddess. Yeah, it's really funny though. <laughs> just sit there, it's like, I'm like, oh, only one season. Come on, put out the rest of it. Let's see the rest yeah. of the show. <laughs> yeah,
3: because it did kind of end on a bit of a cliffhanger, didn't it?
5: Yeah, that's what I hate about Netflix is that they get all these anime shows and then they only put out like one or two seasons, and you know the storyline continues, but they just don't do any more with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's really, it's kind of a. It's like why do I bother getting invested in it if I'm not going to be able to see the rest of the story? Yeah, but that's you know? that's a
4: lot of shows unfortunately, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Firefly for one of the biggest examples,
5: right? Uh, but that they they canceled that though. You know that there's more to this show, it's just that yeah. Netflix isn't paying for the other seasons. Well, it's yeah, there's because now you with other streaming shows,
4: right? The, the problem now is that there's so many different streaming things. Like the creators if if they don't feel like it's doing well enough, the the streaming service will drop it and then you know nah, i suppose uh because it's like oh community and stuff like that where you know they they go to different stations or different streaming services because the contracts and stuff like that so i know it's still annoying you yeah. because you're like i want the rest i want to see the rest
5: yeah um other than that it's just gone back to uh yeah a lot of uh division two yeah um and unlike the rest of you, I'm still working, so I Hey, we're working. Hey, yeah. I'm I'm still going to work. Let's put it that way. I log <laughs> in every morning. At I'm not working from home. As much as I would like to, I'm we're not working home from still- home. I'd uh, rather the, be at the office.
0: Really? The, the, yeah. The problem with you, Pat, is that yeah, I see you're, you're online working, but you're also online playing video games simultaneously. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no,
4: don't forget. Like I said, Sanctus Reach is an easy game to play. It takes five <laughs> minutes for a turn, and then I don't have to play again for another hour. Right? It's a turn-based thing.
0: Right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That, that somehow yeah. makes it okay to be playing games while you're quote unquote working.
4: Yeah. Well, the like I said, the, like I told you guys last time. In the morning, I played for a total of fifteen minutes. That's it. That's my break. Okay. Ventus okay. Reach is an easy game to play from home, especially also when you're having network issues and you're like, okay, I've clicked something. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it opened up to the spot. All right, click again. La 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 la. Because you know, if yeah. everyone working from home puts a lot of strain on the uh, network, and it's been slow. Plus, since everyone's also, I was going to say, since everyone's also at home, there's not too many requests or demands coming in, because everything's shut down, So Mm -hmm. it's...
1: Yeah, I guess. So
4: what is there to do? Oh, look, one email. Yay. So I've been doing make works stuff of, you know, it's boring, but because there's not too much, like, you know, the job is, hey, we reply to questions and, you know, demands when everyone's at home. Not very much coming through. All right, Paul, your gaming experience. Nothing else.
5: Well, that's pretty much it for me. All right, okay. I guess we should move on to. Uh... Uh, before before <laughs> I move on, before I move
0: on, <laughs> I, know, I have I have yet another ga- uh, mo- show that I want to talk about, what
5: about that Dwayne?
0: I was watching. Oh, I, we're gonna get to Dwayne. I have one more show to talk about, though, and what this Dwayne? actually this actually is in genre too. Um, there's a show on Netflix right now called This Is Not Okay. Um, It it, it (laughs) looks, (laughs) on the surface, it's just like a high school comedy or not comedy, but like a drama, except that the girl has superpowers. And she's trying to figure out what's going on with these superpowers. It is fantastic. It was super, super fun. Yeah, It's one of those shows you can watch with like a family. Jen loved it, Um, so I would highly recommend that too. Okay, Dwayne, on to you.
3: Dwayne, are
2: you awake? Um, Yeah, they're... So, oddly enough, even though I'm working from home and things are as slow working from home as they are for Pat, if not slower, uh, still, you know, not really getting much genre stuff done. I did want to comment on uh, some of the stuff you guys were talking about just because it's a little hard to break in when we're recording in this format. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, so uh, Spencer Confidential. I really do want to check that out, but uh, I found it kind of funny uh, because there's a few movie stars out there who are from Boston and who have. They seem to have made it their mission in life to bring Boston, you know, to the big screen or the small screen or whatever. Uh, notably the Wahlbergs, and ben, uh, Affleck? ben Affleck, and, uh, and his brother Casey. Um, yeah, but uh, also, uh, what's his name? The Bourne guy. Um, yeah, uh, Matt, Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, yeah.
4: Dwayne, you forgot a name of an actor?
2: Yes, I <laughs> mental block on names all the time. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so... I do have to say, I don't know who they got for Hawk, but uh, he has massive uh, shoes to fit into with that character because Avery Brooks oh, did a great job. Those. went on to Deep Sea's Night. Oh, man. When I was a kid, Hawk was just such a badass. Was it was awesome.
4: They seem to be doing a different style because the original Spencer for, well, the one with Yurik uh, and, uh, and Avery um, was more stylized, more sort of a everyman James Bond, I'll say, because he was, you know, the, the, they had the look, they were stylish. They were um, charismatic.
3: This was what the seventies, uh, when eighties, 80s, based... 80s? It, uh, 80s. 80s. 80s, it was eighties, eighties. Yeah. It was eighties. Yeah. It was but 80s. It, back at that time, yeah. that all that it really had to, Relation it had to the source material for a lot of shows was just the title and the characters.
4: Yeah. yeah. But I mean, um, it, 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 like I said, it was style. Like it was more, you know, upper crust sort of, I don't want to say that, but you know what I mean? Like it was more charismatic, a little James Bondish. This one's more street. city, uh, street level.
2: Yeah. So anyways, um, they did revive the Spencer for hire show in a series of TV movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the fun thing for me was they were all filmed in- filming. Where? Sorry, Dwayne, we lost you. Uh, yeah, they were filmed in Canada. Oh, okay. Like uh, all of them were filmed in Canada, and obviously with a lot of supporting cast from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I, I do really want to see that see that one, but uh, we'll see if I find the time for it. Um, the other thing is that uh, you mentioned Buffy. Yes. Um, I don't know how active you guys are on social media. Not. But, anyways, I follow a lot of showbiz types. And, uh, for example, I follow Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, and one of the things, of course, you can still do, or at least you could, um, they've changed that in California just recently, but you could go for a walk by yourself outside. Mm hmm. So Geller posted a picture on Instagram and said, look what I found. And it was basically um, a rather, what looked like a rather large pointy steak. (laughs) And and so everything like that. But my favorite um, was J. August Richards posted a follow-up to this. And Richards played uh, Charles Gunn on Angel. And so he pissed, posted a picture of himself wearing a do rag and with the uh, hubcap axe that he originally had when Gunn first showed up on Angel. And Captain, hey, Sarah, look what I found. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I really enjoyed that. I mean, like, I, I find it hilarious that he kept that particular prop.
5: Prop, yeah.
2: But, uh, but yeah,
5: so as far as what
2: I've been up to, uh, you know, I'm still in this, I don't feel like watching much of anything phase of my life, which I still find bizarre, but Hey, it is what it is. Um, been reading a few comics, uh, but I've slowed down on that. I'm only on January, 2012 now. Well, so, uh, kind of been slowing down my pace I want I want to get to March 2012 so that I can say I'm only 8 years behind now
1: <laughs>
2: uh, and that video game wise uh, the lore of Neverwinter Nights is inescapable and so since I finished the main campaign I've started Shadows of Undertide so uh, having fun with that I decided to go with a rogue this time around and so in the main campaign i was a cleric and my uh, sidekick was a rogue in this one i'm a rogue and my sidekick i'm getting her to train as a cleric so (laughs) all right Mm -hmm. that was one of the weird things if you just leave uh Either of your possible companions to their own devices and shadows they will multiclass evenly um, between uh, two classes so one of them is a rogue cleric and the other one is a sorcerer who I think uh, multi classes with barbarian okay that's going to I'm be not I'm guy. not I'm not sure on that but it is a fighting type Um which is kind of weird, but you can actually talk to them and say, hey, I want to talk about your training and get them to focus on one or the other.
1: Okay.
2: And since and since my guy is a rogue, there's really no point in my companion having rogue skills. No. Uh, she still persists in trying to work on the traps when I don't want her to, which is yes. annoying, but uh, what can you do?
4: Find new, new sidekicks. You can't.
2: I That's know. the only problem. <laughs> yeah, I wish you could, but you can't. So, uh, right now on uh, my Kobo, I'm reading. I'm reading a rather fun book called *The Priory of the Orange Tree*. I'm not sure where I've heard about it, but I ended up uh, putting it on hold a few months back from. Uh, the Ottawa library and it finally came due just a little bit ago. Uh, The one line description I've heard for it is a feminist take on St. George and the dragon, but that doesn't really do it justice. Uh, There's a lot more to it than that. And uh, it's a lot better than that. You know, one line description would suggest. So I'm enjoying that. I don't know whether I'm going to be able to finish it before the, uh, before the uh, borrowing period runs out, but we shall see.
4: Well, the, hopefully, they should. Not, they might ex- maybe they'll extend stuff like that because they realize everyone's staying home now. So they maybe they'll ex- they'll they'll put a
2: notice out saying, hey. Nah, the, the, the overdrive stuff. Um, no business as usual. Really? But on the bright side, it means it means I can borrow more because oh, okay. you know it's just it's just an online system. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, the OPL may be closed, but their Overdrive site is open for business twenty four seven, which is nice.
0: And if anything, because people are reading more these days, it's more imperative for people to you know complete and give back their books as quickly as possible. Yep.
2: Now, on the ebook side note, um, Macmillan, which is one of the big five publishers, has. reversed their stance on libraries. So uh, Macmillan is a publisher I pay a lot of attention to because one of their imprints is Tor, which publishes a lot of the sci-fi and fantasy that I enjoy reading. And last year, they decided that uh, they felt that library rentals were negatively impacting their sales. And so they were going to window their new releases for libraries. So, you know, kind of how they'll put out a hardcover and then, you know, six months to a year later, they'll put out the paperback. Mm-hmm. Well, Macmillan um, was not selling any ebooks of their titles to libraries until six months after the release. But uh, there was somewhat of a backlash of this. Some libraries stopped buying Macmillan titles altogether. Both physical and ebook, and uh, for whatever reason, uh, Macmillan decided to reverse course, uh, and so they're no right. longer going to be pursuing this strategy. Now, mind you, uh, big five publishers towards ebooks and libraries still suck. Yeah. Um, well, and, they, you, they they
4: do see this lost
2: revenue, right? So. Yeah, but the thing is, is, I mean, like they gouge when it comes to the ebooks.
1: Oh, oh I know, I they know. They
2: gouge unbelievably. So, I mean, like, you know, if I had a chance, sometimes I think that if I had a chance to sit down with Justin Trudeau, the topic I'd bring up would be regulation of ebook sales to libraries, because it it's just unbelievably bizarre. But uh I'll go into it just briefly uh, for our listeners. Basically, the publishers will charge a library multiple times what they actually charge a consumer. And on top of that, in the licensing terms, they'll usually add in, oh, you can only lend this book out so many times, or the license will expire in like two years, or both, whichever comes first. So unlike with a physical book that a library can just buy and rent out and bor- let, let it be borrowed until it falls apart. Yeah, there's all sorts of nonsense going on with ebooks.
0: Although if you think about what happened with movie rentals back when Blockbuster and other chains were available, they would also charge the movie rental companies uh, a lot more than to to purchase a video because they're going to be renting it out and making revenue off of it. So I guess it's kind of similar to that, except unlike movie rentals through a a chain, uh, a library is basically free. They just lend it out to you for free. They're not not making money off of it.
2: Yeah, libraries are considered a public good. And, you know, uh, and countries... Do have programs in place to compensate their artists for having their works in libraries, um, you know? So, for example, uh, uh, I believe most of us on the podcast uh, know Michelle and Zenas. Yeah, of course. So Michelle has a combo uh, history and food book called, uh, like, I think it's Diets Dinner. But, anyways, that book is available through the Ottawa Public Library, and because of that, uh, and there's a there's a program in place. Michelle does get you know a very small amount of money every year. and similarly, all Canadian authors can apply for this program in Canada. We have similar ones, but yeah. Libraries are considered a public good, and I, you know, they're kind of a hobby horse of mine. But getting back to genre, the one area that I've managed to spend a little more time on is online gaming. Um, specifically, uh, the Earthstone West marches stuff. So I've played a couple more times on that now, maybe even three more times. Um, I've been having a blast. I uh the wizard is now pretty close to fourth circle. And uh last night was kind of a crazy uh crazy game. Um for the most part uh we cap party sizes at 5 for these games. Um and so if more people than 5 sign up either the person who requested the game by planting a rumor, or the GM will get to pick and choose amongst the people who signed up. Last night, the GM decided he wanted to uh, stretch his game-mastering muscles a bit. Seven of us had signed up. He decided he was going to take all seven. That's a lot of people for... Oh yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. But It worked out okay, and you know it dragged a little bit, but for the most part, it was a good time. Um, the guy in question has some talent. Uh, his uh, NPCs were a lot of fun and memorable, and that uh, the whole thing started off with a very snooty dwarf aristocrat. Uh, who was hiring a whole bunch of adepts to go out to the ancestral homestead and secure whatever cultural artifacts that we could before, you know, the unwashed masses who were moving out of the care ended up, you know, spreading far enough to take over his property. (laughs) Despite the fact that no one had lived there in over a thousand years, his property. So that was that was a lot of fun and and that and uh, final bit of news for online gaming. Um, I sent out an email uh, yesterday or the day before and that uh, and basically I'm going to try to run Shadowrun again Mm -hmm. over over Roll20 and Discord Um, because, uh, you know, the crash of my tablet 20 minutes ago aside (laughs) i found discord really really reliable for uh, gaming purposes like i was on for about five and a half hours last night on discord uh, for the west marches game and there were about nine people in the channel I think there was ten for a little bit because we had a couple of guys just observing, and it worked great, you know. So, uh, so yeah. So it'll be Discord for voice chat and roll twenty for the tabletop. Um, my game is still there. The character sheets are still there. If people want to reuse the old characters, hell yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I still want Ballard. Yeah, I knew you would. I knew you would, Pat, and I knew that uh, Mech was gonna. had already said he was gonna bring back Mr. Wise. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm not sure when I'm gonna schedule it, uh, but I've got enough people interested, just as is, that I can run. So I'm going to take some time, get it ready to go, and then you know, some evening uh, we'll run it. Mm -hmm. and uh that's about it i've got some stuff that would fall under news and rumors but uh as far as what i've been up to let's move on to section two
0: okay and but before we do move on to section two it's time for our monthly uh thank the um thank the patreons uh this month once again i I said we weren't going to do it this month but due to a clerical error in which the, the um, account didn't get created. Per, pay, payment wasn't done on time. Aisha Chirac, you're our Patreon uh, uh, thank you of the month again. <laughs> 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 next, next month. Next month for sure. It will be different. It'll be someone new. But for this month, once again, Aisha Chirac, our monthly Patreon uh, contributor.
5: Woo woo, thank you for everything you do.
0: We do this just for you. <laughs> well, not, 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 not just for you.
5: But we this, do this call out just
0: that's for you, right. <laughs> <laughs> just for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, news uh, for us,
4: for Dev. I'm going to start right there. If you don't. Okay, go ahead. Well, because technically next week we'd be at Adepticon. Yeah,
1: Adepticon. yeah. Guess what?
4: Not going to happen. Not going to happen. We uh, world's we had, on shutdown. Yeah. Well, it's funny because first they're like Adepticon shutdown, and Dev and I are like, okay, you know what? We still know people there. Yeah. Still <laughs> so go visit, you know, and then it's like, okay, it's gonna be locked down we're at your house, you know, and then okay, harder and harder. than the day before uh, Trudeau announces the borders are being shut down except for essential traffic, we're like, okay, this is just getting ridiculous. Ten hour wait lines and no hair and everything else, not worth the hassle.
0: Yeah, time to so, call it quits.
4: So it quits. Uh, the other one is uh, we were supposed to be doing Ragnarok XP at the end of April. Uh, Dev and I were going to be going to Waterloo to do that gaming convention with our buddy Eric. That's been canceled, well, sorry, postponed until October 3rd and 4th. So, listeners, if you're going to be in the Waterloo area, come down, check it out. It's a big event, for not just tabletop, but board games and role playing stuff going on. Sort of uh, basically canned games in Waterloo. And then the CTC, where we were going to be again live streaming, all hands on deck and auto, is going to be great. Has been canceled as well. So, May May 3rd, 4th, 5th, nothing happening for us e- either. So, two events got well, two out of the four are gone. One's been postponed. So, we're still on for Warzone, but that's our convention stuff.
2: Yeah, I uh, gotta say, the CTC really hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was it was so successful in its first year, mm-hmm. and then for a new convention to have to cancel the second year. in its second year. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, yeah.
4: That but sucks.
5: is it is it just being postponed or is it like fully no? It's canceled. canceled? No, because he he Full, plans it in canceled.
4: May. Uh, he plans it in May. So the the uh, problem was he might still have been able to might still have been able to try it, but the ticket sales would have been really terrible
1: mm-hmm. uh,
4: because. No one's buying tickets until this is over, and who knows how long it's going to go. So you don't want to have it keep running until middle of April. And hey, guys, we're still open. You know, you can fly again. By that point in time, no one's going to be interested in really going to conventions, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So mm.
4: it it was hard. Because, us all stir crazy. Well, they will be stir crazy, but a lot of people uh, we're lucky because we can work from home. But a lot of other people are not.
1: Yeah. Right. So, and, so. Yeah,
4: like, in the states mm-hmm. is there's people coming from multiple states well that we're going to be coming from multiple states yeah um and that's going to be a nightmare so no he just decided on like there's a the team of us and the end was like yeah it's not it's too hard to keep running uh because people already started asking for refunds for tickets yeah Uh, so 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 is
5: it going to be on for next year it's going to be well that's the plan
4: okay right um and what he was, ho- what we were trying to do was for a lot of instead of refunds, is like okay, instead of getting a refund, can we give you a credit for next year,
3: right? Mm-hmm. For, ne-
4: for twenty, because that's what's happening for some things as well. It's like Adepticon and stuff. Like some of them are giving credits for next year, mm-hmm. uh, which, as a business point of view, is actually good because it it's not a big financial hit this year for them. I mean, it's still going to be a financial hit, but not as big if they're like everyone's like, oh no no, you know, put it off to next year. It's like okay, cool. <laughs> We don't have mm. to pay you back as much. We'll we'll, we'll credit you for next year, uh, but yeah, CTC hurts because yeah, second year, and you know people were getting into it. It was starting to pick up the ticket sales, you know, and then this happened. So mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, that's there. Um, next one is okay. This one, everyone knows Rosario. Well, mostly from Daredevil and Punisher and stuff like. That. Well, Daredevil and and Iron Fist smell. Uh, and a bunch of
3: other things. Yes, mm-hmm. uh,
4: she's going to be playing uh, in Mandalorian character.
0: She's she's playing a Soka Tano. I, I don't know how I feel about this because Ahsoka Soka mm. is very much a CGI character.
1: Yes, and mm-hmm. I,
0: I can see there being a problem bringing her to the light to the big screen. Yeah, uh, everyone is super super excited about seeing Ahsoka in the Mandalorian. Uh, I, I got to say, I'm not one of those people.
1: Mm.
4: No, but it'd be interesting. Like, I'm not sure they probably won't make her a CGI. Yeah.
0: Uh, see I don't I don't know if, if like if she's just doing the voice and the rest of her is CGI that's gonna be even worse because that really doesn't fit in with the aesthetic of the Mandalorian awesome like the, mm-hmm. the, the whole the thing I, I like most about Mandalorian is it's set in like a gritty realistic universe kind of like the way the original trilogy was before CGI became a thing yeah. all the all the effects are practical all well except for maybe that uh the giant um, beast that came out and grabbed on to his ship from the from the under the ice yes that right. might have been digital but but they they really do a good job making everything uh like something that you could touch something you could interact with yes practical effects practical are, are practical effects yeah
4: um oh sorry just it sort of goes back to um stuff i'd watch but it does put a news and rumors for well uh i'm watching a lot of youtube ones for uh special effects guys and stunt guys react to different shows and movies <laughs> and one was for, uh, a lot of the Avengers stuff. So the guy who, who's black Panthers stunt double, he was on doing this, talking about it. Uh, and it's interesting that, you know, what they in black Panther where they're running fast by the cars, that she mm-hmm. was yes. practical. They had a car with uh, that was carrying, I guess, sort of like a treadmill and they were running the treadmill as a car was driving. And they got up to over 40 miles an hour running even (laughs) And it's like that's actually them. So when you see them running past the car, that's actually them actually running that fast. Well, okay, not
1: Not They're not literally running. But
4: he's like, you're still going over 40 miles an hour as you're passing these things. It's still something to be a little freaked out about. (laughs) (laughs) You know and then from one car to another that again was practical like he was actually jumping as a car is driving from one to the other Uh, yes there's pads and stuff and you know wires and stuff but he's still like yeah you know it's still (laughs) fucking freaky as you're like if i miss that connection (laughs) (laughs) um and you know when they climb over the cars again that was real on cars that were moving
1: Hmm.
4: so i'm like oh that's actually more impressive than I thought because some of the stuff you're like it's CGI and then they looked at um, sorry that was in uh, Winter Soldier then they looked at the practical effects in um, Black Panther and the guy again it's the same guy who's the stunt double he's like yeah I don't know why they did it because it's hard to see some of the stuff There was actually real fighting there but the way they did the CGI and everything you lose lose it all you don't see how hard it was to do some of the stuff
2: it is a total crime that there is not a single academy award category for stunts yes yeah mm-hmm. jackie chan would have won
0: all of them <laughs>
4: well, <laughs> yeah. and now like i said because when you're looking at some of the stuff they're doing and it's interesting like i said i've been enjoying watching these guys talk about the effects and especially getting real life parkour or stunt doubles there and you know and it like some of the Avengers stuff when you're wearing the suit, he's like, okay, by the time I was done, it was 25 pounds heavier just from the sweat. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, it's uh-huh. one thing when you're doing, when you're doing the, the effect and you're wearing your t-shirt and shorts, you're like, Oh, this is easy. And also put on a suit that's 25 pounds heavier. It's like, okay, mm. <laughs> this isn't going so well. Yeah. Um, but he also liked uh, Chris Evans. Cause he's like Chris Evans trained in dance originally, like tap dance and stuff like that.
1: Mm.
4: So He's actually very easy to train to do fight choreography because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it just moves. He comes in, he learns the moves he needs to do and he can get it done in no time. So, but yeah, stunt doubles, the stunt people should have a, an Academy award
1: mm-hmm. or so any.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Pat, you're talking about um, stunt people watching movies and on YouTube, uh, crit- yeah, critiquing, crit- criticizing yeah. them. Yeah, uh, I've I've watched over the last couple of years a series of shows kind of like that, or, or channels similar to that. One is a guy, uh, a doctor who shows up on Oprah a lot. He's a super handsome dude um, who's like this new on, online TV doctor who's like a, a real actual doctor. So not he doctor reviews. Oz. <laughs> not not Doctor Oz, uh, an actual handsome dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he reviews. Uh, cop, sorry, not cop shows. Uh, medical dramas yeah. and talks about how what what's the level of realism mm-hmm. and does like critiques about about the shows. So he's yeah. done, you know, House. He's done um, uh, all of them, like Grey's Anatomy, all, all the medical dramas. Yeah. And I, because of watching those, I've actually found a couple of new medical dramas that I actually want to watch. One of which is called Code Black, and that show is fantastic. Apparently, the most realistic of any hospital. Oh, really? okay. Drama, drama that he's seen. Yeah. Uh, similarly, there's a guy called I think the honest lawyer who does. Yes, I've watched dramas. his shows. He, he did, is hilarious.
4: He did the one. He did. Uh, My cousin Vinny.
0: Yeah, he, yeah. He <laughs> said that's a, an excellent uh, example of a courtroom drama.
4: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I love him too because he's oh. like he just sits there and he gives the grades and he's like, if you have a comment, make it as uh, an, an argument, objection. An objection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, otherwise, I won't, I won't answer it. If, you, but if you put in an objection or an argument, like okay, and you do it properly, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've been I've been enjoying. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm saying. Like, um, yeah, sorry, it was not quite news and rumors, but it just sort of hit me that yeah, this is pretty cool that they you're getting to see uh, like the parkour guys, or even I saw one was a real mob guy who served years in prison. <laughs>
1: Talking <laughs> was, about mob dramas.
4: Mob dramas, and one was the the new the Irishman.
0: Uh
1: huh. And he's
4: like, I knew these guys. Like, he, <laughs> he was part of those family. And he's like, No, no, that 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 didn't happen. But he's like, other ones. He's like, Yeah, that's exactly how it would have done. Like, you know. Yeah.
2: The, yeah. Well, so the, was, the Irishman is based on a real person. Yes. You know, so but they did. They did take some liberties, of course. They always well, do. But, yeah.
4: but it was but, so funny because like I like those ones now because you have them on a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, not just the. They have cop guys, they have um, doctors. Yeah, it's it's interesting to watch. So it's if you like any of those shows, it, like Lawyer or whatever cop stuff, I, I recommend checking out the YouTube stuff as well to show how well they, they stand up to real yeah. stuff. Mm. Uh, other than that, I don't have too, too much. I haven't been really paying attention to upcoming stuff.
0: Well, everything shut down, right? Um, yeah. There's there's no movie theaters open anymore, so well, movies aren't being released.
4: Oh no, that um, there's the filming stopped for a long. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So so not only are they not filming, are not, not only are they not, uh, releasing new stuff. They're not even filming new stuff that to be released in the near future. Well, so we're going to have like a good six to eight months where nothing's going to happen.
3: Well, no, there's actually a lot of stuff that uh, they're talking about, just doing a direct to streaming. Release rather than okay. putting it into the theaters. I think Wonder Woman 1984 is one of the ones. Well, that's because it's already been about. done, right? It's already finished. Yeah. But
4: new stuff is not being filmed. Because that's stuff right. That's, yeah. Stuff that's being filmed has been put on hold. Uh, like a lot of them, uh, Phase 4 for, for Marvel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Black, Black Widow's been
3: indefinitely put on uh, suspended. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, The Flash has had it that season kind of suspended. They yeah. uh, stopped production on that. Mm hmm. Yeah, all all the Arrowverse stuff,
2: um, the Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four thing. By the way, uh, mm-hmm. that was a rumor that's been contradicted mm-hmm. so far. Yeah,
1: it's, so it's, it's, it's still it's coming out.
2: Difficult to say there. Well, I mean, like the thing is, is that um, you cannot replace box office by going to streaming. No, you, right. You no. can't do it. So you get something like. You know, the blockbuster is, is that
3: that well, when you're wanting to release is a, an important part of how much you're expecting to make as well. So yeah, putting summer on a big delay. Some yeah.
4: blockbusters are gonna be screwed. cuz
3: so they're, they're 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 kind of saying, you know, better to get the proceeds we can out of streaming than nothing well, at all. And let's face it, there much. is
4: there is one company that's laughing at it right now. Disney. Disney goes, you know what? We don't have to do anything new. We've got decades of shows that people want to watch you want to binge we're here for you baby mm. 7.99 8.99 disney i'm sure is going to be happy the next little while because yeah i mean they're still going to lose money on the parks and stuff like that but they're going to their streaming service is going to be big for now because oh. yeah, no new shows coming out they don't care they've got vaults of fox disney and all these other ones so they can just go here you go mm-hmm. you know? and also animated. Let's face it, you can do animation now movies without having to be together, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that could all be done, I guess, in yeah, a, in a streaming you environment. You can, but it's,
2: but it's a question of infrastructure. I yeah. mean, like, you know, they're not doing the rendering for a Pixar movie on run of the mill hardware. No. You no. But it's, not, it's, not, it's not like Pixar animators have those high end workstations at their home. Mm-hmm. No, but you you, know? you can
0: remote into your desktop at work.
2: Yep. Yeah. If there. if they've if they've enabled that. If they're smart which they is, would have by now. It, which is if yes, but come on. Since when have
0: corporations as a whole been smart? If it makes the money, they'll definitely yeah, do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like for instance, uh, this has nothing to do with the stuff we normally talk about, but all of the uh, shops that use the PC Optimum points, uh, their overall Umbrella Corporation has announced that they're going to be increasing wages for anyone who's working in their offices, right? Mm -hmm. Or, uh, sorry, in, in their stores. Well, yeah, the reason they're doing that is because they're currently making record profits because a lot more people are going out and, you know, panic buying and stock, stocking their shelves so they're currently making a ton of extra money and so they're like yeah sure we'll give a tiny pittance of that yeah. to our employees
4: it looks good in pr cuz we yeah were exactly it's more. it's
0: purely a pr thing and it's a tax write off thing so yeah. even though they're making these record profits oh they're like oh but, but our our outgoing uh, wages went uh, up so that means up. It comes off yeah. our taxes
2: look not not that I'm a huge fan of large corporations but to you know uh just speak a little in favor of the Loblaws family companies. They have actually taken steps to reduce the panic buying. Mm. If you go into a Loblaws right now, you'll see signs all over the place saying we have a limited supply of this. So you are limited to buying this amount. Yeah. So at least they have done that.
4: Yeah. Actually, no, I was <clears gonna throat> again, not related, but you know, who also is making money now? Amazon. They're like, oh, yeah. hey, uh-huh. hey, hey, you want to stay home and just order stuff? We got you, yeah. baby. <laughs> however, well,
3: yeah, they're
2: However, not Amazon has regeared towards specifically medical supplies mm. and household items. So, for example, they are de-emphasizing uh, you know physical entertainment goods. They're de-emphasizing books. They're like people who rely on Amazon. There have been real shockwaves in how Amazon is dealing with them
0: because of this. Well, also, because of uh, the uncertainty of, of where money is going to come in from in the long term, near future and then possibly long-term future, people are not buying big-ticket items to begin with. They're doing things like household cleaning supplies, yeah. food, uh, yeah. th- things mm-hmm. that are more immediate necessities, yeah, not entertainment.
4: Because, well, again, a lot of people aren't sure if they're going to have a job or a paycheck yeah. in a while. Right. So yeah. Um, okay. So does anyone else have any news or rumors or stuff? Uh, I
3: I do not. Um, well, i I'm kind of looking at my uh, YouTube page right at the moment, and I'm seeing a lot of uh, blowback videos about uh, Marvel's new warriors, specifically the characters Safe Space and Snowflake. I was wondering if yep. Dwayne knew anything about that. <laughs> okay. So safe yeah. space. So. Oh yeah, yes. they're supposed to be. So- uh, Uh, inclusive characters.
2: Okay. So Marvel um, is currently gearing up for one of their, you know, always ongoing events. uh, And they're calling it outlawed. So the general that, you know, although Superhero registration and stuff like that ended disastrously. You know, we still can't have kids running around being superheroes without adequate supervision. And so... Oh, come plus, on! The
4: New Mutants? Come on!
2: Well, uh, Robin? It, <laughs> yeah, um,
1: yeah. it doesn't...
2: Yeah, it, doesn't it, it won't apply to the New Mutants. One... They're pretty much all over 18 now. Two, uh, Krakoa is a sovereign nation.
1: Yeah, it's not
2: I part see. of the U.S. So nothing, nothing the U.S. does can touch Krakoa. That's one of the big things going through Rex-Men right now. Um, so anyway, although uh, just to sidestep for one second, I am quite disappointed that uh, the theater shutdowns means that New Mutants has been postponed yet again. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I was really wanting to see it. Um, So anyways, so yeah, so they're doing this thing outlawed. And so it's affecting books like Champions, Miss Marvel, uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And as part of it, they are reviving New Warriors. And the gist of it is that the new warriors who were originally like the young rebels and stuff are actually going to be stepping forward and offering to train new superheroes and the writer and the artist have through marvel have put out a trailer video uh, showing off these new characters and One of the priorities, it seems, with every revival of the New Warriors is diversity in the cast. Uh, And so a couple... Two of the characters that they've created are um, named Snowflake and Safe Space. They are twins. Um, Snowflake uh, creates crystalline objects as well that basically uses shuriken safe space can project force fields but can only do so when protecting someone else and now the right now the thing about uh, safe space is i believe they are transgender Now, neither of the creators are transgender. Uh, The writer has a reputation as being an ally. The artist is uh, gay, but um, he is cis, as in he identifies with the gender he was born with. And so a lot of people are ticked off about naming... The characters, this. Now, to be fair to these guys, if you actually do watch the video introducing them, it's clear that the characters took these names because they are very aware of the negative connotations behind those words and are basically using them to troll, like the people who would be. Ups, you know, upset by their very existence, you know, basically the alt-right. <laughs> However, it's come across as unbelievably tone-deaf, and so the very community that these artists are hoping to give representation to in this book are basically upset with them. And so, yeah, there's uh, been a bit of a bit of a firestorm. I've mostly try to stay away from it uh with the exception of uh there's a website i read a lot called the mary com, which uh kind of takes a bit of a feminist look at genre stuff and that and so i've read the discussion on there but uh yeah definitely uh <laughs> definitely uh Sticking their foot in it, mm-hmm. I'd be interested. I'd, I'd be interested in reading the book, but you know, I'm not going to be spending uh, my dollars on comicsology, especially with the Canadian dollar in the state it's in. So I'd only be seeing it like six months after release. Unravel Unlimited,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but uh, you know, the nice thing is. Um, comic books has been doing the work from home thing forever. Like, uh, you know, as much as uh, Stan liked to talk about the bullpen and everything like that, um, it's been a very long time since most of the work of creating comics has been done in a centralized office. You know, it's it's all freelancers. And it used to be, you know, FedExing pages in, These days, it's emailing image files.
4: Yeah. Well, I know a friend of ours that does that. mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's been doing that for years where he's been working from his home. Yeah. And stuff in for the newspapers to publish.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So the comic book industry, you know, is going to be impacted on the retail side, of course. But as far as the content creation side, it's business as normal.
1: Hmm.
2: So. Oh, and in news and rumors, um, a, a possible potential benefit to all this COVID-19 stuff is apparently George R. 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 Merton is holed up somewhere mm-hmm. remote right um, with just a single staffer, mm-hmm. and he's finding himself more and more immersed in the Winds of Winter. So... <laughs> It's, you know, it's possible that, uh, by the time this is all over, he's, have- yeah, he's, he's apparently not going out at all. Uh, he's, whoever's on staff with him is running his errands for him. He's just holed up somewhere. Um, uh, quite naturally, he's been very non-specific as to where, and he's writing. Good so, hey, <laughs> Some good, news. You know? good for him. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's weird times. It's just very weird times. Uh, so, Dev. Yep. Do you want to do segment three? Uh, do we even
4: have
0: a segment three? I mean, I I jokingly, oh, yes, we do. About, I jokingly talked about how people should come up with superheroes that Superman could fight and which ones would beat him and which ones he would beat. And I would be the arbiter of... Because I'm the Superman man, uh, oh, yeah. but I, I was I was joking about that. Oh, okay,
4: because I, 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 I have one that you you lose right away.
0: Okay, go ahead. The Spectre. Uh,
4: mental. Uh, no, from God, little red oh. God. <laughs> yeah, he'd be he's, him. He's got no. He's they've already had several times where Spectre's yeah. like stepped all over Superman, going, "Yeah, look, um, you're powerful and everything, but I'm the judgment of the creation, of
0: the creation." Except that that's all bullshit. And none of that exists. So.
4: Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. He, yeah, yeah he, He's already multiple times. Even in Superman's own comics, Vector outranks him. Okay. Easy mm. Yeah, but,
0: but the, uh, the the point wasn't to come up with people that could beat Superman. The point was to come up with just whoever, and then how Superman would beat him. I just give you one of. No, you went out of your way. Oh, this guy, Superman, couldn't possibly. Dr. be. Doctor Manhattan. To- okay, Doctor Manhattan doesn't count. First of all, a different universe. Even though they've done crossovers, well, they had so to that one that, to be from, yeah. that one doesn't count. Uh, well, so it has to be within like, the DC universe. Uh, Obviously, DC
4: universe was created by Doctor Manhattan.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: and considering that Superman was majorly messed with by dr manhattan during the whole doomsday clock thing yeah i'd say yeah unfortunately we gotta count them. yep
0: (laughs) but yeah i don't know know what you're talking about
2: (laughs) yeah i don't know I, I I i don't know guys i mean i'm a you know i i'm a huge comic book fan but i got tired of person versus person Debates in comics a long time ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I've never been a fan of Superman because he's just too. too amazing. he's
0: amazing. Yes, no, that's correct. He's
2: just
4: too
0: perfect.
2: Hard. Oh, oh, oh! oh. I have. I, I to, to duck back into section two because it's comic book related. Um, I forgot about this. There's a bunch of guys who are working to put together an Alpha Flight animated film, like oh. a, a fan film. That would be stuff. awesome. I'm on a mail... I'm on a mailing list for it, so uh, it's apparently moving forward. They've uh, cast their voice cast and stuff, and uh, yeah, you know, it's it should be hilarious. I I look forward to it. Now, which
4: which did they say when? Like, what part of Alpha Flight they're doing? Oh, the burn. Okay, it's
2: it's the classic burn team. Um, You know, they might they might take some stuff from the last one with uh, Pac and Van Lenti, but. Pac-Man Lenti used the classic Burn lineup. So.
3: Cool. Oh,
4: uh, one thing I did forget to mention, I'll say quickly, Warhammer uh, 40K, there's a fan movie out started out called Death of Hope, based in the Horace Heresy uh, time period. Wow,
2: it's, death, it's, death, death, death of Hope. That, yeah, that's a
0: very inspiring title that really makes me want to rush out and see this. Oh, it's
4: <laughs> awesome. It is amazing.
0: Yeah, if you know anything about the timeline, that's a perfect title for it.
4: It is, yeah. It's, it's, it fits perfectly with the Horus heresy uh, time period and he did it all himself it's really well done the the animation and everything cool. the story is actually not too bad either i mean it's only been one uh one release out of four so far about 21 minutes but hopefully he's getting some uh some kickback or you know kickstarters and patrons to keep going with it but, yeah, uh,
0: Patreon it, seems to be the, the route that most creators go these days so yeah. they can keep getting like funds at a regular pace yes. while they're creating their content. It's yeah, not well, just like oh, work, 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 release something then get money. It's pay me as I'm doing the work.
4: Yeah, there's uh, these guys called Viva... Oh. Damn it. They do uh, uh, epic NPC men and stuff like that. I recommend okay. people watch it. It's It's basically like the takeoff of, of uh, War, uh, Warcraft and stuff like that, where you're looking at it from the NPC's point of view.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: it's pretty funny. But yeah, they did one where they're like, okay, people say, hey, you're getting tons of money from YouTube. All right, let's break it down for you. Last e- month, we made 500 and some odd dollars off of YouTube monetization.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> woo we baby <laughs> so yeah they're... hey listen that would be enough
0: to keep us um online uh all of our hosting costs taken care of and start saving towards upgrading oh, equipment I know I just that is true showing that I'd be happy too. with that
4: yes I know but it's just so funny because they're like yeah people say oh you make too much money with you know YouTube like yeah here's here's what's happening so I know, so, <laughs> know that I think that should be uh for me. Yeah,
0: I think that's it. Let's uh, let's get, bring this show to a close and say thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of Base Podcast, and uh, we'll see you next time. Say bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs> Excellent. Exactly <laughs> what I was expecting. <laughs>